to another episode of Great Lakes Football Talk. I'm your host, Adam. Unfortunately, Jerry isn't here today due to some um, personal reasons. He won't be here for this pod or the last um, draft preview, but he will be back for our big pod episode after the draft, which will be our draft recap. And today we're going to go into the NFC East, and we're just going to jump right into it. It's the day of the draft. Uh, It's an exciting day. And, uh, yeah, let's just get into it. I'm going to start off with the Giants. The person who I think needs the biggest draft is quarterback Eli Manning. Manning has been underwhelming the past few seasons, so it's not a surprise that there's rumors going around saying the Giants are looking at a potential replacement for him. New York past struggles aren't all on Eli, though. Their offensive line has stunk the last few seasons. The defense really hasn't been much better outside of a few key pieces who are actually no longer there. And the run game really wasn't efficient until Barkley came to town. If Manning expects to fend off a guy like Haskins or Daniel Jones, he'll need some help. Wide receiver and O-line are there, are one or two of their biggest needs on offense. Um, they did sign Golden Tate. They do have Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. But I do believe they need another guy to help stretch the field and make Eli relevant again. The ideal target, even though I, I do believe with help around Eli, he can succeed. I am going Dwayne Haskins, quarterback from Ohio State. Haskins is a one-year wonder, but he's worth the risk. He has good accuracy, is possibly the best in the class, good arm strength, and isn't afraid to throw the deep ball. Good decision-making and seems like a true locker room leader. He will learn a ton underneath Eli. He's even said that he is okay with competing against Eli and even sitting on the bench learning from him. There's not much to hate on him overall. My sleeper pick is... Kalen Saunders, he's a defensive tackle from a small school, Western Illinois, but he's a small school monster. 204 tackles, 35 for a loss, 18 sacks, and four forced fumbles in, in his collegiate career, and that's incredible. I mean, even though he's a small school guy, he went to the Senior Bowl. He showed like he could handle his business there, and uh, he's definitely looking like a uh, true uh, late-round small school gem. He has good acceleration for a bigger guy. He can stuff the run like Damian Snacks Harris could, who the Giants traded to Detroit, and he'll also contribute in the pass rush, but don't expect eye-popping numbers. He's a guy that the, the Giants can go and get in rounds four to five, maybe even snag him in the sixth, and he could pay off, put him in his rotational guy for now, and then just watch him, watch him grow. My top three needs for him are offensive line, defensive end, and quarterback. Offensive line has been a hole for them for years, and if it's Eli, Haskins, Jones, anybody, they need to give him protection so that quarterback has a chance to succeed or, in Eli's case, continue to succeed. Um, defensive end, they traded Olivier Vernon, who was like their main quarterback getter, and they need to replace that production. If you know Eli in that offense isn't moving the pieces and moving the offense down the field and scoring points, they're going to need to start stopping them. And defensive end is... You can actually honestly say defensive line as a whole is probably their biggest need on the defensive side of the ball. And then QB, um, even if Eli was doing well the last couple of years, he is getting older. He's you know getting towards the the end of his career, so a replacement is needed. And then we're gonna head to the Eagles, which was kind of a tough one. But I'm gonna go the guy that needs the biggest off the biggest draft is Carson Wentz. Wentz hasn't, you know, he isn't in any danger of losing his job to anyone per se, but he's missed eight games the past two season, two seasons, and that hasn't included the postseason. 
you know, they won a Super Bowl without him, you know, under Nick Foles. Another injury riddled season could be cause for major concern just because can he stay healthy? Are these problems just going to linger? Uh, that could potentially force Philadelphia to find a high-level backup who might end up stealing the job from Wentz. He must stay healthy this year. My ideal target is Byron Murphy, the corner out of Washington. Philly got hammered with injuries in their secondary last year. It was absolutely crazy how many DBs were hurt. Ronald Darby is coming off a knee injury, that could, con- but he should contribute sometime in 2019. The rest of the CBs on that roster showed that there's promise, but getting a top end tight end or a top end corner like Murphy is the way to go. Pair him with Darby, um, you know Maddox, Douglas. That's a great group to have. He's great in coverage. Quite possibly the best cover CB in the draft. He sticks to wide receivers like super glue. Murphy shows a willingness to tackle, which is always a plus for defensive backs. You don't want him going out missing tackles, especially if they're like the last man to be on a big run or a big game. Having Darby, Maddox, Douglas, and Murphy as your top four corners will go a long way into getting back to the Super Bowl. My sleeper is somebody Carson Wentz is going to be familiar with. I'm going Easton Stick, not the hockey stick. Easton Stick, the North Dakota quarterback. Why not take a quarterback from the same school you took your current franchise guy from? You know, there's a lot of similarities, uh, similarities to Wentz as well. He's mobile can make throws on a run and knows how to go through his progressions. He doesn't have a cannon arm, but it's not as it's not weak by any means. He can make throws. I think he'll do well, you know, once he's groomed a little bit, especially learning from somebody like Wentz. Um, the coaches there have done well developing Carson Wentz, and they should be able to do that with Easton Stick as well. His accuracy isn't horrible. It can definitely get the job done. Stick could be an NFL starter after some seasoning. At worst, he's a backup that keep you in games when he's needed to start, and he might be needed if Wentz can't get his body right. He's around sixth guy right now, um, but there there is big potential there. I know I said about a lot of my sleepers, but he he does have potential, especially if he lands somewhere where he went with another ex North Dakota guy. You know, they're they're proven winners. I mean, they're basically the lower ver- you know their their conference or their divisions, Alabama basically. I mean. Uh, you know, North Dakota and FCS, they've won numerous championships down there, just like Alabama has won up there. And you can't go wrong getting a proven winner who has tools to succeed. My top three needs for Philadelphia are corner, linebacker, and offensive guard. It, it, they just need guys that it seems like they're going to have to have just numerous defensive backs just in case the same type of injury-plagued season in their secondary happens again. And they can, they can use an elite tight end to go pair at Ronald Darby. And linebacker, there's a hole there. Um, they have they have to fill it. You need, they need another fill general. You know, Michael Kendricks is doing what he's doing. It didn't really pan out too well. But finding a guy like Jermaine Pratt later on in the draft or something would actually really work. And then offensive guard, just because that's like that seems like, even though their offensive line is really good, that there's, that's their only weak position it's not a huge need but there are like older pieces on the line and eventually a replacement is going to be needed heading off to the Cowboys who surprised everybody in the playoffs this year um you know they did go and make the playoffs after myself and I'm sure numerous other people didn't think they were going to make it um they turned the season around after they got Amari Cooper who they gave up a first round pick for but it it looks like it is going to end up um panning out but Jason Garrett, the head coach, needs the biggest offseason or the biggest draft for some reason is 
he plain and simple, he needs to win a Super Bowl. With him leading the boys to just one first round or mostly first round exits or missing the playoffs in in his regime as head coach, I believe he's running out of time in Dallas. Jerry Jones is behind him now, but Jones is the type of guy, just like any other general manager and owner, he wants to win the big one. Dallas has some holes to fill after free agency. And if Garrett and company draft well, they could very well make that happen. You know, they can get to the Super Bowl or at least get even closer. They could be very competitive going deeper into the playoffs. My ideal target for them is Fresno State safety, Mike Bell. Bell has all the tools to be a future star. Huge upside, and he's still raw. Um, he's really good in coverage and uses his instincts to shut down guys. His biggest flaw is his tackling. Um, he fails to wrap up and he uses his whole, and he doesn't use his whole body when taking the ball carrier down. It's he's had a ton of open open field misses and that's just not going to cut it in the NFL. And for sleeper, I have Lamont Gillard, the center from Georgia. Travis Frederick is is a superstar, a stud, but unfortunately he might be done playing due to his skin disease. Gillard can also be a backup to the offensive tackles and guards, so he has nice versatility to him, which is always appreciative basically on any team. He paves the way for running backs, but he still can prove on his pass rush. And on top of everything, he's still learning the center position. He's only really played the last two seasons, and he didn't even start playing it till college. Like, there's none in high school, nothing. He's currently, for me, sitting at round five to six. And if you can get a guy that could potentially contribute on the offensive line or actually be a starter that late in the draft, it's a very, very good, uh, you have a very good chance of winning that draft. A top three needs for them are safety, center and tight end Jason Witten is coming back for one more year after he missed last season he retired um and just he missed the game so he came back but this is the perfect opportunity for them to find a tight end to groom behind him because Jason Witten is there to lend his knowledge his expertise um you know and and he can help these tight ends whoever they draft get the best out of their skill their skill set because let's you know we got to admit that Jason Witten He's one of the best tight ends to play this game. He's one of my personal favorites. Um, quick thing, I, I have his uh, rookie card from Tennessee that I actually found at a um, at a, at a trade center, and it's basically like my prized football card. Uh, hopefully, you know, one day I can get it signed. I would, I would love that. And then finally, to wrap up the East, I'm going to go with the Redskins, or talk about the Redskins, and... I'm going to go with Jay Gruden, the head coach. Washington has only made the playoffs once in Gruden's five seasons. His current record is 35-44-1, and that's nothing to be happy about. The Skins have finished third in the East for the past three seasons, and Gruden would have to start showing results in order to keep his job. His defense is solid, but the offense needs to be improved. Alex Smith was supposed to help turn things around, but he had a gruesome injury last season, which puts his on-field situation in, in question. It's, it's probably the biggest question mark of the year if he'll actually step on the field at all. Maybe a draft, maybe drafting a quarterback could help. Who knows? Ideal target, I'm going to grab him. A number one receiver is Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver from Arizona State. Washington desperately needs that, that go-to receiver, and Terry uses his, or Harry uses his height and leaping ability to easily win 50-50 balls and jump ball situations. He can definitely be a number one. He has great concentrations and hands. He can make some jaw-dropping catches. He's done it quite a few times at Arizona State. I loved watching him. He's a good route. He has a good route tree, but he can improve on route, running routes themselves. He has a habit of rounding out his right, uh, his routes instead of cutting. Um, he's a lot like Demarius Thomas to me. And 
Demarius Thomas, man, is was old reliable in Denver, and uh, I definitely think he's going to be you know someone that uh, can help whoever's being the quarterback for the Redskins. I believe he can go step in there from day one, be a starter, contribute early and often, and um, he he's six foot three, and that you know he'll be a good end zone target. For a sleeper pick, I have Jared Stidham, the quarterback from Auburn. He's good. He has really good short to intermediate accuracy. The deep ball is some concern, though. Only an average arm strength, but it will suffice. Gets antsy after being sacked, so he needs a good offensive line. Um, you know, once he takes that big hit, the next couple plays, he seems kind of jittery. Um, like he's scared to get hit again. It's very up and down. Half the game, he looks like a potential franchise guy. Other halves, he looks like an undrafted free agent. Coming into this past collegiate season, it, there was talks about him potentially being a round one guy, maybe in the first quarterback off the board. He looked like he could be someone to lead a franchise, basically the same way May- Baker Mayfield is. But it just hasn't been the case this year. Uh, but I do think that the right team could get something out of him. At worst, a backup who who could contribute, you know, a little bit like an Eastern stick. Their top three needs for me are wide receiver, corner, or quarterback, and center. Um, they have a good offensive line, but I think the center is their biggest need up there. So, you know, just to shore it up, he can't hurt you at all. You know, get solid guys on all five offensive spots. Quarterback is number two, just for some reason is the whole Alex Smith thing. They did sign him to an extension, but with that injury, we don't know if he's going to come back. We don't know if he's going to come back of Alex Smith is old, of old. And then, you know, number one is obvious, the wide receiver's choice. They lost Jamison Crowder to the Jets, and they need that guy that whoever who's underneath center can rely on, which, you know, they're, they're picking a good spot 15. There are rumors that they want to get up to get a Haskins, but if they were to stay at 15, they should have their choice from DK Metcalf, um, A.J. Brown, Nikhil Heary, and even Marquise Hollywood-Brown if they wanted to go with a slot dynamic guy. Uh, the draft is tonight. This is my favorite time of the year. This means we're one step closer to games being played, mini camps. Uh, but just in general, the draft is always fun because your favorite team improves uh, or at least aims to improve. If you're a college fan as well, it's a, it's a good day for you because some of your favorite college players they're going to the draft, and if you just haven't get lucky enough where your favorite college player goes to your favorite team, man, you just you just love it. And uh, I tell you, this I've been following the draft since I was basically thirteen, and every year I just get more and more excited and get more and more into it. And I can't wait for tonight. I'm recording this right now about quarter to four, so we're about four hours out, and uh, there's so much news. There's right now. There's Honestly, for the first time this off season, or this draft season, I should say, there's no. It's like fifty fifty that Murray's gonna go number one. And I tell you right now, guys, if Murray go is if Murray doesn't go number one, if the Cardinals stay with Rosen and don't pick Kyler Murray, this draft will be nuts. This draft is gonna be absolutely insane. It's gonna mess up basically every single mock draft any of us had. Um, it's almost seen basically since Cliff Kingsbury became the head coach. I'm going to get into that in the next episode. It seems like he was going to be the guy. Kingsbury or Kingsbury was going to take Kyler, get move away from Rosen, and now it seems like that not that might not be the case. 
it's it's going to lead to a big thing. I mean, teams are going to try to trade up and jump into the top, you know, two, three spots to get Rosen or to get Haskins, to get Kyler Murray. Uh, and, you know, good players are going to drop uh, a little bit farther than we might expect because, you know, teams that are going to go jump into, you know, like well, Washington, they're going to jump up in there. They've been rumored to jump up to number three with the Jets. They might jump in there and go get Mur- uh, Murray and Haskins. And, you know, who knows what Oakland's going to do. Oakland, they're saying they're setting on car unless they, you know, a quarterback drops to him who they feel hey, he offers more. But we don't know what they think, how highly they think of Derek Carr. This could just be saying one thing and then they could go do something else. But this this is going to wrap it up. This was a shorter pod. I'm only at like 17 minutes uh, just because Jerry's not here. But he will be back. We'll have more good in-depth episodes. Uh, stay tuned for more. Uh, go follow the Fantasy Football Fraternity page that myself and Jerry also help run. We're going to be doing a lot of posting tonight. Myself and Hunter, one of our other admins, will be basically giving draft grades for each individual pick and posting them as soon as they're announced. So if you're you know, at work, on the road or something, you can't keep up with the draft too well, follow us. You know, everybody's on Facebook. And um, give our give our pod page a like, Great Lakes Football Talk on Facebook. Uh, we're, we're doing a lot. We're posting these episodes, which has been really fun, but we have been trying to cram them in due to, you know, this being a newer pod and we're not really getting this idea until, honestly, about a week before the draft started. So like, follow, subscribe. Share us. Um, anything's appreciated. We're just trying to get out there right now, and to make this thing a bigger, a big, a bigger power. Eventually, we're going in. We're maybe going to the combine. We're going to, you know, maybe get to like pro days and just offering you guys more bigger and better content. So make sure you guys do that. Listen to these past pods. If your favorite team, you know, we didn't talk about your favorite team today, and thank you guys for listening.